This program is brought to you by the Hulu original series, Modoc. I can't stop talking about this show. It's the craziest, funniest, and wildest thing I've seen in a long time. Modoc is a supervillain voiced by the incredible Pat Noswell. Oh yeah, did I mention Modoc stands for Mental Organism Designed Only for Killing? For Modoc, the only thing harder than ruling the planet is running a family. Get ready to discover that not all villains are super. This show has an amazing cast with Patton as Modoc, along with Amy Garcia, Ben Schwartz, Melissa Fumero, Wendy McClendon Covey, Beck Bennett, John Daly, Sam Richardson, and celebrity cameos as some of your favorite Marvel heroes. Marvel's Modoc, series premiere May 21st, only on Hulu. Hey everybody, Jim here to once again tell you that it's Friday, and this is a Spotlight episode spotlighting some of the shows that we've done in the past grabbing some things from the archives of our patreon account this is from our back issues podcast a podcast that we do each and every month for dc and marvel this is obviously a dc version of that from a couple years ago in october we wanted to do a spooky episode so we ended up doing a issue that Eric brings up a lot, Superman number 70. It's a Dan Jurgens tale where Tim Drake and Superman go to fight vampires, Dracula, Satan himself, a lot of crazy stuff going on. It's something that is really near and dear to Eric's heart, so we ended up doing that. And this kind of shows you what kind of shows we have on the Patreon. If you like what you hear and you want more, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience, where you get a ton of shows like this one. And even more and more varied things as whatnot. It's easier to go over and check it out than me going down a checklist of things. But with all of that, I hope that you enjoy this. I hope you enjoy hearing Eric gush a bit about an issue that he has loved all his life. So here we go. Back to life. Back issues. Back to reality. They're right. Back issues. Back to reality. They're right. Ah, yes, back issues time, and on the DC side of things for October, we decided, because it's Scare-tober, I guess like <laughs> call it, uh, that we would do a scary vampire story. Is oh. that how they say it? Uh, and and no. if you if you noticed, if the badasses didn't notice, there was no pull-up. I didn't even play that joke, Eric. This was going to be the one time that we got to pick, and it's an Eric pick. We We have thrown this issue on a poll. 7,000 times. I mean, really, it's been on more polls than your mom. Eric, oh my. I didn't think it was that sort of podcast here. <laughs> Nor did I. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> so we ended up putting this Have on for October because this is one of Eric Shea's favorite, favorite issues of a comic of all time as he was a kid. Oh, yeah. And one that he actually, me and him have joked, we're going to make a full out podcast just based on the idea of, of an interview podcast where we interview everybody each and every week about this so what one do you think comic. about this we, we man up, yeah. number 70 huh yeah. Hey there, welcome to the show, Jeff Johns. And uh, by the way, we want to start off and finish with, what do you think about that Superman volume two, <laughs> number 70, right? How about that? And then have Dan Jurgens who wrote it in, and we'll talk about something else. Yeah. We don't need to talk to him about something he wrote, right? Because because that's like you and the podcast. You don't listen when you have uh, been on it. Why would we ask Dan Jurgens? You don't listen to the podcast because you were already on it. So I think Dan Jurgens really, (laughs) that's very uh, clear. We have Superman number 70 here. Eric, it's it's titled 
raising the stakes. <laughs> oh my, I wish I had that sound. I, I ended up trying to find it. I don't have any of those sound effects, so I'll just do it myself. Who ordered the filet? Is that how it goes? People don't even get that it, joke. It came You're out in August wrong. of 1992. It was written by Dan Jurgens, penciled by Dan Jurgens. That's one of the things. I really do like Dan Jurgens' art. We don't get a lot His of art's him amazing. doing art as much anymore. I love it. Uh, inks by Brett Breeding, colors by Glenn Whitmore, and letters by Joe Costanza. And this is a continuation. Now, I, I ended up looking John it up, Costanza. and I'm looking up so many different things, and I, I'm looking up all these uh, things on here about, hey, what's going on? You know, is this, this has to continue from something. I actually even saw that Chris ended up reviewing it a while back on his, you know, Infinite Earths, uh, Chris of Infinite right. Earths deal. And so I ended up like reading the review thinking, okay, he's going to spell out. And he's like, I guess it comes from somewhere, but I'm not sure he couldn't figure it out. And then I'm reading it and it kind of spells it well, out. That's the, the thing issue. is, for the like, longest time, I had no idea what this was because growing up, I just had this one issue of Superman number 70. Had no idea because it felt like almost like a one shot for what it was. They're like, there could have been a story, but there didn't need to be for what was happening. Just it Superman and Robin. It kind of seemed like vampires. one of those. Yeah. But like in the thing, when I'm reading yeah, through, I'm like, for some reason, seemed, though, I haven't gone back and like looked through this issue for like for many, many years. It's just something that I really held close right. to my heart. So when I see, Oh, this happened in Man of Steel number 14. I'm like, okay, so there was another issue. And it's so weird, too, because yeah. I have no idea how they play this. Because like you said, this is written by Dan Jurgens. The, the issue that came before this in Superman, Man of Steel was written by somebody else. There's Lace. no... Simonson. No, there's it no was collaboration. So what is that? Like, I don't know yeah. how they're writing this. And, like, and did they get together? It's weird, but they... I guess because they came out the same month too. It's not like this was like uh, continued from something from six months before or whatever. It actually came out the same month and it's Louise Simonson who did it. And I guess they kind of handed it off and it's a weird deal. I, I would say that that has to not has to be because Man of Steel is kind of a wacky book anyway, like but a book. Man of Steel, Superman, Man of Steel, number 14, that pretty much is, you know, Jimmy Olsen and, uh, Tim Drake fighting vampires. You think that that would have to be something that they set up? That that wouldn't just be something like, yeah, I'm well, just they, gonna have they an set issue up with this those whole jokes. thing where it actually comes from the whole idea where Lucy Lane being a flight attendant, she was like, she she was the flight attendant on a plane where Deathstroke was trying to get away, and like the Maggie Sawyer and the special crimes unit came in, and a firefight ensued. Lucy Lane ended up getting shot by mistake. She goes to the hospital, and our vampire like mastermind, yeah. our undead master of the night here was a doctor in that hospital who was taking care of her during her gunshot wound who was in there just checking around. Where can I get the best blood, huh? You know, like, why not impersonate yeah. a doctor this whole time where then you can because there's blood everywhere. So that's the whole thing, how he got to Lucy Lane in the hospital. She was discharged, but he kept coming back, Jim. He just kept coming back for the yeah. Lucy Lane. He, he was going back for a withdrawal. And it seems as if even this is spelled out. If you look up Lucy Lane's deal, she she was going to be the bride of fucking Dracula. Here. Sure was. Uh, that was you know the whole deal. She was going to be the vampire bride, and Jimmy freaks out, and that's why it, I think that Dan Jurgens does a pretty good job because it's almost like one of those you could even read this like you did as a kid and almost take it as a yeah that other stuff that that wacky stuff didn't happen. Let's get on with it. It's well, funny, why, too, because told there me, is... Oh, the signal watch is broken? Okay, you caught me up. I'm good to go. Yeah. Just one issue from there last time. And, and at the beginning, Jimmy's just like, oh, no, Superman. Lucy, she's a vampire. <laughs> and starts yelling. And it's funny because as he's trying to, you know, back everybody up, uh, you know, give us all recap, Superman goes, no, come on now. I have enough of this story. I already know this. So that's what I thought the key was. 
that there was no other story because of that. Because Superman himself's just like, eh, need that nonsense. And I'm all cut up. I just know. Lucy Lane, vampire, right. Let's let's roll. Uh, but you start <laughs> off. And really, the big thing about this is, too. The big thing about this is out. Yeah, the thing that you love was the cover, and it is a pretty good it's cover. It's the best you cover have, ever. Know, it is Superman one of my favorite being covers of all time. bitten by a vampire. Lucy Lane. Yeah, he's bitten by a vampire. Robin's there. Yeah, it's all craziness. And uh, I will say one thing that uh, Lucy, they're biting Superman. To me, it looked like a dude, like like uh, almost a like a, a 1700s dandy. It's what I thought it was the, as we you think went. It's Hunter and Hearst then even as we went on to him and biting him. Yes, that's what I heard. It's Triple H in the in the olden days is what it was. <laughs> he, he doesn't look quite like that anymore. No. But I like at the beginning you, you're going to get and what you spelled it out to me is really listen. This is the best issue. You, you got to get it. Is Tim Drake Robin and Superman fighting vampires? So Boom. I'm like, oh man. So we go. I I said there. Let's roll. So at the beginning. It's basically Jim, this back and forth that, that does make me smile. And it's called Raising the Stakes. Boom. Raising the Stakes. <laughs> yeah, also, you, you misled me because there's not a lot of Tim Drake and Superman action here, but we'll, we'll get to that because at the beginning it's awesome because it's like, hey, Supermans, you know how you get rid of the vampires? You, you stab stake the hell out heart. of them with a stake. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. son. That seems a little crazy. That's a little over the top extreme. Yep, that's what Batman told me. You don't go the extra mile. You was out there, Superman. And it's funny, too, is as it goes on, you have a Tim Drake who basically is a 13 year old boy here just talking shit on Superman. Talking shit on Superman until Superman says, hey there. You know what? You're pretty good with that rope swinging around there like, like oh, Tarzan. That's pretty good. And he goes, oh, gee whiz. Thanks for noticing, <laughs> Superman. And then suddenly flip-flops. And it's like, it's nice. It's nice to be with somebody who's not so intense. And they, you know, then Superman's like, hey, they go in the, the uh, room of Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy Olsen in yeah. the hospital. But I, I just all I can think of was just basically that's all Tim Drake needs. He just, just needs compliments. Say, you, know, you, you just give him compliments. Show that you're taking notice. And that guy, Look, he'll flip. How up. much he'll more does Batman, Batman have to do? He Batman let this kid who's a Snoop become Robin. All right, look, how much more confidence yeah. do you need here? You got what only no, two other people got before he's you. He's a little intense. You know, <laughs> Batman's not handing out the compliments. We already heard he punches people to give plans, and it was Tim Drake. So Tim, Tim he's Drake is tired beat, of this. Beat the crap. Yeah, really. He's, <laughs> he's hanging out the metropolis. There's too many plans. Uh, yeah, they go in, and that's the whole deal is this is what happens is Robin gets Superman to go get Jimmy Olsen, or as he likes to call him throughout the entire issue, oh ad nauseum, Red. Hey, Red. Hey, Red. And then one point he's like, hey, Jim. I'm like, who's that? Oh, yeah, that's Jimmy Olsen. Oh, yeah. I forgot because he's always Red. Hey, Red. Uh, and this is the best. Jimmy the Jimmy Olsen's the best in this uh, to me. He's my favorite. Now, uh, nobody gets a lot of kind of screen time fully but if this would have just been them going to jimmy and jimmy's like because he freaks out he's there he he had been hurt in his fight with the vampires and they they had a smashing the, the signal Ruthven. watch like we said and uh so he's there his shoulders all messed up they have him in a sling he's in the bed and they say basically the doctor comes in and says he's just got a rest and he's like no, you don't understand, Superman. And I, it's like Guy Kid. And he's just like, it's Lucy Lane. She's a vampire. So he's freaking out. He's like, you got to take care of her. And at this point, I'll he kind of says, you got to help her. 
It's y- a you weird know, thing and, uh, in this series, though, because everything uh, keeps doing. Lucy keeps having problems. Sorry, she was shot, and then they're like, you know, Lois Lane is going to Clark, and they're like, "You got to go and take care of this Deathstroke guy." I'm like, he didn't. He, it wasn't even him yeah. who shot her. She was just a casualty of the cops actually yeah. trying to shoot that. But know. he has to go out, bring Deathstroke back, and like, you know, General the Sam Lane's there punching Deathstroke in the face, not knowing it's an old friend of him. Like Lucy Lane yeah, from then just becomes a vampire. It doesn't stop yep. him. Like he, even this one point, Superman. He's desperately trying to get to Lucy's. Everybody wants a piece of him because of Superman, but it's like, how much bit of Lucy? I have to, I want to go back and see how many times if it was like a 90s thing where Lucy Lane became the lowest lane where she was always in yeah, trouble. Yeah, she was always and in Superman's trouble. And Superman's like, yeah. God damn it. I'm trying to marry your sister. I'm trying to have a life behind and Lucy that's the Lane. Thing, it's not even his, his love. It's, it's going to be his future sister in law. And he's like, Oh man, I got to go. And it is even funny when he, he leaves because the, the best thing about this is, is that there's Superman, the, the big, strong Superman, you know, it's Robin who's yeah. given him all the info it's it's robin who's filled them in because huh. as they were swinging and flying here he was like you got to kill them they're undead they're not people he even he says to superman i don't know what your, your problem is they aren't people anymore they're undead they're, they're done yeah, they're dead you can't save them you can't do all this and so then all of a sudden jimmy's yelling you gotta save her you gotta bring her back to normal <laughs> superman and superman's like I don't know how the hell I'm going to do oh, this. Shit. I mean, Robin, he seems pretty smart. He's told me he's called that a I boy can't bring him back. How am I supposed yeah, to go against what he says? And again, he figured his way into the, the deal. So he's a smart fella. And so Superman goes off to see Lucy, but thinking like, what am I going to do when I get there? Am I going to end up, you know, having to kill her or or what? So he goes off. And in the meantime, then that's where you have Robin and Jimmy. And it's funny because it's not even that you have Superman tell Robin he's not involved. He just leaves. He yeah. And in fact, if I was Tim Drake, I'd be pissed. I'm mean, like, not that he was his ride, <laughs> but it almost was like, hey, we're going out tonight. Uh, and then all of a sudden he gets a no phone more. call and skedaddles. And the wingman's there by himself. Jimmy gets sk- out. Yeah, that's what happened. And Jimmy's like, hey, uh, you're going to do something, right? We're going to go help Lucy as well, right? Get these vampires because this guy, he he pretended he was his doctor, and I think we should kill him. And Robin's like, damn, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, we're going to trap. And I love it. He's got the fist there. He's <laughs> I like, see we trapped on that boy fucking Dr. Ruthman and, yeah. and put an end to his oh, reign of terror. I'm like, you are so overdramatic. I love it, yeah. Tim. And then even the next, it continues where that clip, by sending him straight to hell. <laughs> Tim is so fired up at this and point. meanwhile, I, I, in hell. <laughs> yeah, in hell. I'm telling you, Tim has working himself up uh, to a lather uh, from beginning at the beginning, just yelling and screaming about vampires. This seems you don't to be fuck his around thing. when you hear the when you hear vampires rotting about. You just have to get right yeah, to it. No, you to, and it's and funny that is the because, worst part because I wanted to like do this one because it's the one I had as a kid that I loved so much. But going back and reading that Superman Man of Steel number fourteen, I almost wish we would have done that one just because Jimmy Olsen when he finds out that vampires are attacking, he's he hilarious. dresses up like Corey Feldman's Edgar Frog character from Lost. Uh, he's got yes. the, the headband going. He's got the camouflage freaking vest That's on and stuff like do. that. He's got garlic around his neck. He's got steaks, holy water. And he even beats the shit out of Tim Drake by smashing a freaking uh, a really? glass thing of holy water because he thinks he's a vampire at first coming out of the shadows. He thinks everybody's a vampire. Uh, yeah. I actually like too is that, you know, vampires pretty much the closest you're going to get to like a look or whatever of Batman. And I, that's why I think Tim Drake's after them. He, he just wants to pretend they're Batman that he can kill them. But you go down to hell. They're going to give me the compliments the supermans yeah really then we go down to hell and that's where we're going to see kind of the issues of what's going on here and lady why blaze. this lady blaze and why this becomes 
you know, the problem. And it's one of those, it's, it's a clever deal. It, it's one of these that we, we've seen before. And it's kind of a cliche, but I love it. It's the idea that, you know, the vampires, uh, they're making everybody the undead. So there's no dead and all the souls aren't going to hell. That's, that's pretty much, you know, the, the being little pissed demon off freak and like Butler comes up to Lady Blade. It's like, look, mistress, we, we don't, we have an influx of souls, but they're not coming the way they're supposed to. And it seems to be happening all in Metropolis. What could be actually, yeah. you think it's your brother, Lord Satanus? Oh, I'm going to get that Lord Satanus. We're going to have a war come yeah. up. We better go take a look though. Cause I, I, I bet it is him, but who knows? Not knowing that there is a Nosferatu on the loose out yeah. there in Metropolis. Yeah, there's a Nosferatu because yeah, yeah end up seeing a guy who is going to kill himself uh sam foswell who ends up being one of clark's or the clark's first editors at the daily planet and he's he's had tough times and he's just i love his dialogue too Uh, just imagine you're about to jump off a bridge and this is what you say to yourself the indisputable truth is that my life is in shambles i have no job no family no one to care if I live or die. And I'm jumping just, off that thing. Like, continue the misery. World. Yes. Yeah, really. And he's like, I refuse to live hopelessly any longer. And he jumps. And that's where they end up fooling him uh, to kind of grab him, get things set up where, uh, you know, pretending as a, a guardian angel. Hey, yeah. uh, I'm your angel. I'm going to make things better. I'm going to do this. You know, it will, will, We'll figure things out. Everything will be fine. But it's just to set things in motion. Uh, you do end up having Superman uh, get kind of but like the thing a, is, almost the, mind the control. With, this weird Sam Foswell thing where he has kept pretty much just hanging there in midair because this guardian angel who was Lady Blaze saved him. You know, it was so Superman would see him, save him, and like, yeah. you know, prevent him from getting to Lucy's place in time. But thing is, Lady Blaze, I don't, it doesn't really work for our story dealing with this. It because seems weird. It doesn't do anything for the whole vampire aspect, because well, Lady Blaze is watching things think, like, yeah. well, I guess it's not my brother. All right, next up. Yeah, this didn't like you Blaise think at one point, more. I thought that at one point, what she was saying and what was going to happen is that she had to go and inhabit the body of Foswell so that she can have a, a body to walk around and do things with and, and have fun no. and you know whatnot, but it doesn't seem to be the case. No. I thought that's what it was completely doing. Um, but yeah, Superman ends up even with, like I said, from the, from the back of his mind or whatever you get, like, Use your special vision. <laughs> I can almost swear I heard some. Look the bridge, and he's like, "Oh my, a suicide! Good thing." And he goes in there. Yeah, I'm falling again because he <laughs> Foswell was there and is suspended in air. And then all of a sudden, Superman sees falling again. Superman goes and grabs him. He's like, oh, "I'm man, sorry, that's Lucy, my former but boss. I have to help here." Yeah. Who are you talking yeah. to, Superman? Have a, like at least let yeah, it be really. a thought bubble. Why are you talking about everything out loud yeah, like this? You know, I'm sorry. Lucy, I have to help here. I have to help. And he goes, he says, saves Sam Foswell here. I mean, really, right before his pants got wet. It's almost like a little wave can come up and get them. And then he sets him down, and he has to pretend he doesn't know him. So, you know, Foswell's like, thanks, Superman. Oh, my. You know what? I have an idea that my life is better. Don't worry about that suicide I just did two seconds ago. And he's like, you know, I think that you you should call the suicide prevention hotline. Not unnecessary, sir. I like what he said. He goes, trust me, I have seen the light. And then Superman's like, all right, Looney Tunes, I'm out. I got to go save somebody from being a vampire. I don't have time to, to mess around here. And yeah, so Look, then all buddy, of a sudden you see I don't know if you know this. I'm around. dealing with vampires right now. It's some serious shit. Yeah, really. Don't go jumping off any more bridges. You really fucked up my night. Yeah, you jerk. Foswell's walking around and he's vampires. just like, oh, well, 
I guess I'm ready. I, at, at the time, everything's going to come up fast. Well, from now on, I have a guardian angel looking over my shoulder. All right. And, uh, yeah, you, you just kind of go from there <laughs> off to uh, Lucy, where you end up having Dr. You Rufin know, vampire, Dr. Ruthven no returns. barriers shall prevent him yeah. from claiming her. The Lord of the Undead. I'm like, all right, you get a little melodramatic with this whole thing. I'm like, yeah, this whole thing, know, I, ne- I never got the idea. Do. The thing is, when you actually deal with this in Man of Steel, like 14, the issue before this. Did they Ruthven, show anything about his, his suit and stuff? Because no, that's he, what confused me until the end. They, they talk a lot about how he's a technologically advanced. Like, he, like he he has gone yeah. up with the ages kind of thing. He knows about technology. Like, he has this weird synthetic skin he can put on to look like a normal person actually, like, Done. stops him from getting hit by sunlight or any other time. stuff. He's Nosferatu. He, uh, the thing out. is, he's ugly. he was also shape-shifting in the other. And the last issue was weird. I don't oh, know yeah. what the hell they were playing. Because here, pretty much, it is no Ferratu here all the way, and this is the way yeah. I like to think of it. Because I'm telling you, I was so confused going back because I've read yeah. this issue. I, it's been a while, like 25 years ago, but I read this a lot when I was a kid, over and over again, because I love the art. And just thinking, like, I go back now. Here I am, a 37 year old man. I'm like, the hell is this shit? Why does Nosferatu look yeah, like really? that? Oh my god, he's shapeshifting. He's doing all this weird shit. All of a sudden, I just give me Nosferatu with a techno suit that can freaking turn into a, like a helmet go over him when he's trying to fly away yeah. with a jetpack. That's all and, I need. And a jetpack, a helmet that's supposed to save him from the sun, even though it's not the sun. You will get to that. But yeah, he goes and Lucy's there hanging out, and she's all obviously Take all me. returned. Oh yes, because yeah, she's like. Is it dark? She's under the thrall. My lord. Yes, she is. And he's like, indeed, my pet. You know, we've taken care of it. And then he's like, you know, submit to me for the final everlasting step into my shadows. And she's like, oh, yes. And and I think in the last issue, at one point, he shapeshifted into Bella Lugosi. Really? I see. That's cool. You end up having Jimmy (laughs) and Tim, and they're the best. And and I love the fact that as they go, they have to figure out if anybody's broken into Lucy's house, or at least know when it would happen. It has already happened. We'd already seen that with Rathlin going in. But when uh, he ends up getting, and Tim is going to do mobile hacking through the modem connected to a payphone. This was a big deal for Tim Drake back in the day. He was was a smart cookie, which thing is, it doesn't play off as cool anymore in the modern modern day no. for like, you know, I'm going to go and do this with my technology. Like, he actually has a small, like at 91, 92 and stuff like that, where he has yeah. a, like a small little computer like this, or like smaller than a laptop nowadays that actually could hook up to a payphone and freaking hack into the, mo- like get a modem to hack into somebody's security. But this is so cool back yeah. in 92. I'm like, you've really kind of downplayed the hero now in modern days because it's not as cool anymore. And the term hacking really just kind of pisses people off when they hear it because it's been nonstop for the last 20 years. Yeah, really. And so he's doing this. They figure out somebody has broken in. And I love that you see the thing here as they pull out because Jimmy has a car. They're they're driving around. Tim's too young. He can't drive. But so uh, Jimmy has the car. He won't get a license on Nightfall. You already see how much of a piece of crap it is as they pull out. Oh, my. There's no way it's passing emissions. This car is a piece. Piece of crap! Look at look at that! Look at the smoke coming out of it! And the, and Jimmy's I just like, just let's rubber, go, Let, let's find out. We're gonna get that goon. We're gonna nail him for good. They head off to the house. Superman arrives there. He's too late. But then he sees that there's blood on the floor, and of course, he just knows it's Lucy. So he's, it. I, I, he's like, huh? Hepatitis. A uh, little bit of, uh, yep, Lucy. It's oh, Lucy. Lucy. Let's go. Let's roll. Uh, so he has to figure out where they are now in the meantime tim and jimmy 
they have an idea of where they would have went. They're, they're heading off because they can kind of follow the deal and they're heading off to the graveyard where Nosferatu, I, I, I'm telling you, he should <laughs> his change army of the his undead. look. He should change his look. And I love the I idea. I love this look. Oh, I love his look. But man, he's there. He's got the sexy ladies, an old lady, got a bunch of guys. And I love his his math. Tanaka. I need somebody to figure out the math because he's like, all right, what we're going to do, we need to get this army going. That's all he's doing. He's trying to gather this the army. The scheme to, is what he's doing with vampires. Okay, two more victims reach you tonight. We triple in size. Let's go. I'm like, I don't know that that matches, but hey, he, he's Nosferatu. I'll go with it because oh, that's all he is. It's a pyramid scheme. He has them all gathering at this kind of a rally to say, all right, let's go get more people. I don't know why he wasted the time to get them there. He could have told them individually. They could have already been out. But, uh, of course, they're all in one area now. Right for the picking. Well, you have, and because problems. of that, you know what you do then? You follow the fog. We're just going to yeah, follow the fog. That's what's red. going on. But it's a yeah, drive. They follow the oh, fog. The fog's going to the cemetery. Okay, Let's that go. seems right for vampires. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There you go. Cemetery fog. Vampires were in, and I love this. Where it's just basically, you know, hey, Jimmy, settle down, because Jimmy is losing his mind. He's you're you're wound up tighter than a cheap watch. Watch out. And he's like, speaking of watches. Uh, that that guy, that vampire, he he rushed my my watch, and they're like, oh well, what? And my he signal was like, watch track, is broken. Track. He thrashed my signal watch. All right, well, I got an idea. Just follow my lead, and they do the craziest thing. As all the vampires, <laughs> and he's the there, they end up hitting the graveyard, which obviously is in a big. Goddamn ditch because they jump Sometimes out of the car. This graveyard is flooded all the time. They end up jumping it's out of the car. It is. They jump out of the car and the car just zooms into the air, into the graveyard and explodes. And then the as big Jimmy joke and is, Robin jump out uh, as it freaking jumps off the cliff there, Adam. Jimmy is in big trouble. First off, Robin's trained, right? Jimmy, he's, his arm's in a sling. He already has a fucked it's up shoulder. You got tombstones everywhere. I swear he's just freaking headbutting. A He's tombstone done. at freaking 45 miles an hour. And then everything's fine. And then the best line is Jimmy's like, oh, man, my car. And he's like, yeah, hey, you always told me oh, it was no. a bomb. You didn't know that it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I wanted Jimmy just a, a missing panel. Fuck off, Tim, you asshole. But, yeah, they end up getting grabbed. No, no, my favorite part is the whole idea is signal watch is broken. we got to create a, a, a way yeah. for Superman to realize where we are. So we're going to drive this car off, not somehow miss all the vampires, hit a tree, have the car yeah. explode. But just the this idea thing is, is like 70 feet in the air. We have Superman show up. That's good thinking there, Tim, blowing up Jimmy's car like that. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm your pal. Why are you being so nice to him? My car is destroyed. Hey, Superman, you going to give me a new car? Seriously, look, Superman shows up, and, and this is in the you know the app. So if you're you're following along, uh, Superman sure is. is cradling. A beautiful, beautiful app. Superman's cradling Tim lovingly. He has Jimmy out like the guy's got <laughs> smelly arms pits. Arms <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Tim. You know, Robin, yeah, that was great. He's like, I, th- I figured it would have been. Look at the look of love. It's Superman's eyes holding Robin close as he. Oh, pulls yeah. him in. Robin even <laughs> looks surprised at how much he's oh, bringing no. him in. <laughs> I hardly know you. Uh, yeah. So then you have the 
uh, you know, the evil vampire now it's army, vampires on the, loose. the one lady who looked like she was turned into a vampire while baking cookies. She's there. You got what might Mildred. be, you know, the one guy. I don't even know that one guy. He he looks crazy. He's got crazy look. He looks like he's from the 70s. The one guy with that mustache and that he hair. Does. And then you have that other or lady. the 1700s. It could go yeah, either way. You have that other lady. She's big with that sweater. I, I don't know. But yeah, so they're, they're figuring out what's going to do. Superman's going to fight, you know, the main guy while you end up having Lucy attack Jimmy. And so you're going to have this back and forth. And, you know, the, the idea. Stake out. He is ready just to impale some oh, he's motherfuckers in a vampire. It's all he wants. He has Lucy in his sights about, about to time. kill her. He's on people. I can get my psychopathic yeah. bloodlust out of the way through these vampires. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I love you, Tim. There's something wrong with you, I think. Jimmy ends up freaking going and spearing him. Spearing his ass and knocks him out. And then he ends up losing his, uh, his, his stake. But it seems like it just falls right there. But it doesn't matter. Because as this is going on, (laughs) Superman realizes that he can't do anything against vampires because their powers must be based on magic. Jimmy. I'm telling you, that's one of the biggest things about this issue because I believe it's when I was a kid when I read this that I realized beyond kryptonite, magic is something that that can hurt Superman. I think I'm pretty sure from all just thinking back to all my my many, many years, the most of my life of reading comics, Jim – I'm pretty sure that this is the issue where I realized that, like, you know, okay. vampires, all the supernatural stuff, that magic yeah. in itself is something that can it's hurt Superman. The idea that if, if you go and you pierce these, the, the skin of Superman with your magical fangs and turn them like, that's, that's the scariest you guy. Have you have the, an yeah. undead freaking a that's super what vampire. I'm like, yeah. They start yelling oh, no. that. I mean, might as well. It's almost like we have with Deceased right now, the idea for you have a zombie Superman yeah. with his superpower still who just all he wants to do is infect everybody. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then they pretty much say it. You know, we got to do this. Tim is just like, there's no way. Oh, only one way to prevent Superman from turning into a blood-sucking I'm freak. I'm going to the shit out of your I, girlfriend, my, Jimmy. My, sorry. Yeah, my favorite deal is even before that, you have Lucy's attacking Jimmy. And she says, like, it looks like she just like, you know, she's got an attraction for him, even through the undead eyes that she has there. She's like, that guy's mine. She likes little guys. And she goes to grab him. And, and Jimmy does pretty much... A kick that he should never be able to do. That's a Jean Claude kick that he kicks Lucy. He's like, "Sorry, Lucy," and then he says, "It, it hurts me a lot more than that. it hurts you," which is obviously always said by people who know that that's not true. He he is kicking the what? shit out of her there, and so you end up though it's going to be Lucy who ends up turning Superman, like we see on the cover, and then Tim's like, "Not on my watch," and Tim is about to kill Lucy <laughs> w- without any remorse at all and that's where jimmy spears him knocks him so it's hard like that he flips Uh-oh. over it's in like the air oh looks like big blues in a fix only one way to prevent superman from turning to a blood-sucking freak and that's by burying the stake right through her heart <laughs> and like, she yells, no jesus christ jimmy's yelling and just look at jimmy falling i mean he's he's got to be so hurt so <laughs> as, as this is going on blaze is watching this and, and this is where you had told me about the the whole deal. Well, the the issue yeah, yeah. kind of just is as a kid. Because, I had no idea who Lady Blaze yeah. was, or even remember that it was. Though, but it was some kind of devil, I think. Yeah, and you're wondering while you're reading this, like, how is this going to end? Because I I think Tim Drake's right. You can't change Lucy back and so what ends up happening Blaze is just like enough of this nonsense (laughs) this is going on too long and pretty much makes a hellfire son that then just takes care takes care of one vampire 
you know, well, that's the, the, that's the best part because it's the whole so idea crazy. is like you, the head vampire is the only thing that actually gets destroyed. This whole thing, everybody else, because of the pure they effects of hellfire, yeah, they just yeah. get the vampirism taken away from my. Well, that's kind of a cop out. They should it burst into really, flames as well, like that, as Tim Drake, those, I think, would want. I thought that he would have like spelled it out that if you kill, you know, the hellfire will kill the main vampire and because the main vampire is dead. Then they revert. I could go a little more than just the idea that there's a small print that the main vampire dies. Everybody else is healed. I like the lady who was yeah. making the cookies. She's like, what the hell am I doing in this grave? <laughs> I mean, everybody just wakes up in this grave. I like, I like the idea too, because this is a thing like she has been watching on. She thinks Satanus is screwing with her the entire yeah. time. It's taking souls away from her. So when she is watching on and realizes, she realizes, oh shit, it's a goddamn Nosferatu. I, I tell this by the dark, everybody's got be old melodramatic by the dark mists of hell i had sworn that superman's soul will one day be mine to claim so the idea is like i am not going to let this vampire turn this guy because no. then there's another person i'm not going to yeah. get and all i've wanted is superman's soul so hellfire sun up there let's see how this works out for everybody yeah and it seems like even that is you know when we go forward and stuff like that it's the the battle between her and her brother satanus for superman's soul all yeah. that stuff uh but i do like the idea that you end up with the hellfire sun goes everybody's kind of reverting except you know all of a sudden we see the helmet go on and you know you have techno vampire powers going but they don't work against like the hellfire giant it's bat all wings over. trying to yly yeah. up there oh my and God, stuff it's like that so I'm crazy the, the most the worst part is the whole idea of like how ridiculous something like this is. Like we have painted ourselves at a corner. What are we going to do? Oh, you know. Oh my. Hell, yeah. like, like Hellfire <laughs> Sun has now come out and has purified all the regular people. It's going to kill all the. That's not ridiculous enough because now we have to have our Nosferatu, Doctor Ruthven, yeah, now fall from the sky and then yeah. somehow get impaled on a, on a statue's bayonet in the cemetery that is horizontal. I'm like, yeah, how the it hell doesn't did make he sense. Impaled. That's. I'm like, how did he fall? <laughs> he's falling. He's yeah. falling vertically. This bayonet's like horizontal. horizontal. Somehow Makes he no gets sense. stuck right on that fucking blade. I'm like, yeah. that's some magic right like there. Ruthven too. It's just this idea that you know I'm going to put on my helmet. This is how it works. And like, oh no, it's not working as well as it should. And then he just starts oh, falling. No. So it is the the kind of stake, but it is the bayonet of a statue that really does kill him. And then there's Superman's like, I guess Tim was right. Oh, that's how you kill him. And In a way, it didn't make sense. this was Robin's solution come to pass. A stake yeah. right through the heart. It didn't even like, make sense. Yes, it was. Tim Drake is the hero. You are correct, Superman. Yeah, and, and, and I love And there's a vampire too. infection. Call Robin. And then Blaze has to act like you do with your little pins on the, uh, you know, the bulletin board. But, ah, I claim yeah, total that's victory. That's just, it's like, I don't that's care what you mark do. With a He's vanquished. That means I'm the victor. I still can't believe that techno vampire was your brother. Oh, cruelest of Corals and like eh, this puny little no. distraction was not my brother, you idiot. <laughs> so it's so funny because it seems like Dan Jurgens drew this. Why is, would you is, do this? He thinks that maybe people are confused. That yeah, I had to spell it out because there's just oh, that line like my no, brother's no, no. the accursed Satanus. Yeah, I'm like all right, yeah. the accursed Satanus. Yeah, not the Nosferatu. Got you, Lady Boy. No, and then, telling your minion burp about yeah. this at the end. Then you see Sam Foswell walking, and, and then I'm thinking to myself, okay. Sam Foswell must be, though it doesn't make sense, maybe Satanus is hiding there, and he isn't, because then Mr. Thornton shows up, and Mr. Thornton goes, hey, 
Hey there, you know, my man, Sam Foswell, you remember I used to, he used so to work for me and he wants him to get a job. So this continues that idea of like, oh my, I did have a guardian angel, but it ends up with Thornton Satanus. It all gets wacky. Tell you, this whole thing with the News Time magazine where Mr. Thornton comes on, who actually is Satanus in disguise, but the idea is like, hey, Mr. Foswell, you know, hey, you're Sam Foswell, I want you to come work for me. You got the scoop of a century. I'm sitting here like, he jumped off a bridge. He wasn't around any yeah. vampires. What no, is the scoop you're looking like for here? Because there's fucking police everywhere. I'm like, he what's seems happening? to be the scoop is that he saw the light. But everybody would have seen it. That's the scoop. He's just, that's the thing. He's just forcing his way to get him there. I don't, it's almost as if Foswell is like this pawn in this, you know, demon's war. And I don't get it right now. But yeah, then we find out. And it's so funny because the issue, though, ends with, you know, Thornton walking away with Foswell. But we have this character, Babe Tanaka, who is a friend of Jimmy Olsen's, who was, who was turned into a vampire well, as well, and was at the cemetery at the beginning of this whole thing with the rest of Nosferatu. I guess you like, we're going to, if everybody goes, and bites two people we'll have a third like you know we'll, we'll triple yeah. our army I'm like, i think she got right on that right away because apparently she survived the hellfire light and walked away and is still that, a vampire at the it, end not of this only issue. vampire i think spelling out that she's ruthven you look in her eye and that's him in she's, there i know i think i, I know I it's him i think i don't is. think she's ruthven i actually think i looked that into this whole thing she's just a vampire i'm pretty because sure here's the deal they think they got rid of me that, that wouldn't be her. Nobody would have ever thought they got rid of her. It has to be him at this point. Maybe it changes, but at this point, it has to be Ruthven saying that, like, ha ha, I inhabited her body at the last second because they thought they got rid of me. Excellent. Truly excellent. I don't know why Babe would think I, that because I, I, nobody I, I thought looked that. In, I looked into it as well because the thing I is, I'm just like, oh my God, Dr. Ruthven comes back. And, and again, that's like the classic see more, when we see like somebody in the eye. Yeah, I, I think Nusferatu is supposed to be that. And that that's funny. That's something you can pick up when you continue the story, Eric, down the line. But yeah, that's it. It's, it's Superman and Robin I it up. fighting I think vampires. Tanaka only showed up for like 16 issues. Yeah, so. she's the vampires. That'd be funny if, uh, if she's just out there waiting to be the vampires again. Uh, the art's awesome. It, it really is. I, I, I love, love Dan Jordan's art. I think it's great. And it, it's just so classic looking, but it doesn't seem dated. Uh, you can read this and not be like, you know, that you see some other things like, holy crap, that's bad. It's good. Uh, the story gets Superman a little wacky. And Tim Drake, in my mind, have never looked better than they yeah, do in this yeah. issue. This I is like the Jimmy. way that I always thought of Superman and Tim Drake and Jimmy and all the stuff, all the no. characters that are involved here. This is the way that that's I always saw version. them as actually this, this is their look for yeah. good, like all the time. I, I actually, I, when you look at this new Jimmy Olsen book, it's definitely this Jimmy Olsen. I mean, you see, especially when he's in the hospital bed he and he's, like, like and he's all like yelling and screaming with the, you know, the freckles and stuff. I'm saying just the, no, he's not as bad as this Jimmy is just wacky too. He, he's very emotional. He's wound tighter than a cheap watch. I, I don't told. see this Jimmy wearing, wearing a, 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 a bow tie. Yeah, this well, Jimmy don't do that. He's true. a badass vampire that's hunter. True. He is at this point. But yeah, so the, the problem with this. <laughs> is it is kind of stuck between some issues that starts off this big war blaze satanist deal and stuff like that but other than that it's pretty fun it is fun it's fun for just I'm seeing I took, Tim I yell. took this as a one shot for all of my yeah. life until when I had to you know I actually did research before and didn't find out because I didn't go and look at the actual issue where it says see Man of Steel number 14 I'm like god damn it I should have done gone and done that I should have read the issue earlier so I would have done, yeah. but I did go back and I read it the whole thing is 
this was all this there was to me as a kid and i loved i read this issue over and over yeah. again as a kid and just kept looking at the pictures and i just love the team up of superman and robin so like you can just ha- have a sit like there there's more but other issue it's it's kind of it's yeah. silly and it's kind of nonsense yeah. for what we get out of this but like it is something that meant so much to me and it's the silliest thing like i'm gonna have dan jurgen sign a copy of this we have it just framed on the wall because like i've told you before that cover is one of my favorite covers of all time. You keep asking him questions about it. The guy won't get back to you. He, he doesn't care about you. He ain't sounding shit. That's no, what no, I I've said. never asked him any questions. No, you did I've asked this. other people like Mark Wade and Rod yeah. Mars about different things. About this They've issue, right? Is me. that what it was? No. You're like, no. hey, what do you think about this Superman volume 270, huh? Vampires. You, you like that? But yeah. Yeah, I liked it. If I was going to rate it, I'd give it an eight. I'd give it a, a solid eight, uh, only because it's not, you know, a complete deal uh, in this, but it's it's enough. You see Superman, you get the idea he can't use magic or be against magic, but also that vampires are magic. And also Talk it's weird so with the techno stuff involved and, and things like that. But Jimmy and, and Tim are great. I think that they're great, and Jimmy. I just like to think it's like it's it's like a Nosferatu in an Iron Man bat costume. Yeah, like, yeah, all right, yeah. that's what I need. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but what would you give it? One of your favorites ten out of all of 10. time. You say ten out of ten. We are out. That is it. We did it. <laughs> no, I am out. We finally made no, it. No, uh, uh, like a little nine-year-old, uh, you know, you would have yeah, read obviously. this for the that first was a time. Ten out of ten. And it was it. It's something that has stuck with me my entire life. So it is something like a 10 out of 10. But right, looking at it here, there's a, like, there's a lot of silliness to it. And even a part of a story that is just tying up to like, uh, not even tying up. It's going into the next story arc of Satanus and Blaze that really has no bearing yeah. on this besides the hellfire sun at the end and the idea that, oh, we're, we're losing souls. There's the souls of the vampires. They're not coming down to us. Well, we put, have to put a stop to this burp. It's a lot of fun, though. Burp. Everybody, I think, should read this, especially if you go to the DC Universe app. The best thing that's ever happened to mankind. You should co- totally go and check this out. But yeah, I think I'd give this a, a 7.5 to 8 out of 10. I'm looking yeah. at it through my eyes right now. Yeah. Just because I'm telling you, it's hard for me even to go like, you know, lower just because i know it's a silly issue but it still means so much to me yeah. and i just think everybody should check it out yeah yeah i do too but that is it Art's that amazing. is the witching month the month of scaretober all that stuff the there's the issue so i'm the devils yeah and give it a read it's a quick read too the devil so the devil the was devil the winner the hero jim he was the winner but yeah uh, she, yes, Jim. Yep. She. That is, yeah, that is true. He, we found that out this issue. So everybody go check that out. I hope you enjoyed this. We're going to have a bunch of other things. Thanks for being with us during the Scaretober. I just like saying Scaretober. Uh, what do we say Scare-tober. at the end, Eric? That's it for this episode of Back Issues. Until next time, it's Back to the Long Box. Back, to life, back Issues. Back to reality. Damn right. All right. And that is it. I hope that you enjoyed it. And again, Go over to patreon.com slash weird science where you can help support us and get a, a lot of shows like this. I think that this is a nice little slice of what we do and you can go and get more. But that would be awesome. But thanks a lot. I'll be back again next Friday for a little more pulling things from the archive spotlight deal. So I will talk to you then.